Alrighty, hello and welcome back to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives for varying skill range, and taking over this week as your host and cartographer of this episode, I'm Keith, and with us, our pioneer explorer, Andrew. Hello, everyone. And down to her 50th clone is Liz. <laughs> hey, guys. And this week we are talking about my pick, which is why you're getting this special treat, which is Journey to a Savage Planet. I mean, we also thought we'd keep it the theme of the game, and we'd put our fourth best host as the host this week. I also like that you got nice. the name wrong. <laughs> and it's your pick. Is it's it? Journey what is it? Journey to the, yes. sa- oh, the Savage yeah. Planet? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse my participle. This is a great start. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great as always. So, Journey to the Savage Planet is brought to you by Typhoon Studios. This game is not day one to Game Pass, right? No. But it came out, I think, a month ago? January? Yeah. So, it's new. Journey to the Savage Planet is a planet exploration space game. You don't do any sort of flying, but it's a first-person exploration game, really, and that's what they focus on. Um, you're sent there by the fourth best intergalactic travel company in the in the universe. Yep you will kindred technologies to explore the savage planet and that's what you do so for me this is a definite game i thought it was great what about you andrew at at first this was a pass but like the more i played it this is a game um mainly because like to me it is a great game pass game i mean we'll get more into an explanation but i will also say this is definitely a game for co-op i think this actually is a really good co-op game I was originally going to give it a game, but today I was playing it, and I, I'm switching it to a pass. Not... Oh, sorry. Let me look at, I don't have any hard feelings towards the game. I just didn't want to play it. Yeah, it doesn't do anything too amazing. No, and I and I definitely agree with that. So, as far as, like, there's nothing overly original about the game, but it just had a lot of things I liked, and I found I had a lot of fun playing it. But, yeah, getting into the story, as I said, it's... It's nothing overly exciting. You're sent to this planet to explore, so you're given a visor. You can scan different plants and animals that exist on this planet, and you're trying to discover if life does exist on it or could exist on it. And that's really about it, but what really, I think, drives the game is the comedy. I agree. I think it's really cool, too, that the game, when you're exploring the planet, it's very like bright and cartoony-looking, but then the videos from the ship are like, it's a real guy. And he's super funny. Yeah, all like the cutscenes are just like video emails you're getting, and it's actually real acting, and the commercials are all real actors too. So it's pretty cool they did that way. The, the comedy for me was good, just not great. And that's kind of felt about a lot of this game. Because like the story is just, it's okay. It's kind of a means to an end. You know, humanity's trying to expand, so you're sent to a planet to see if it's viable to live on. I wasn't that interested in it, but. <laughs> It at least kept me like chuckling a bit. Yeah, I got a couple chuckles, but for the life of me, I can't remember any of like the one-liners. <laughs> no, there was nothing overly over the top of that. I don't think there was a there's definitely a, some good puns mixed into the game, which I thought was great. But I loved the video acting. It was I think I mentioned it to you, Andrew. It was kind of just knockoff Tim and Eric in a lot of ways. Yeah. It was so I thought it was just really funny in that aspect. Yeah, the commercials really did remind me of uh, the Tim Tim and Eric show. Because Mini Mall Monkeys yeah. was absolutely my favorite one. The um, I for me I loved Blob Love. 
The one where it's a, a sex line for the blog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. But that one actually kind of made me and laugh. so much money. Yeah. But, I mean, this game, yeah, it does have a lot of puns, but it does have a lot of sexual innuendos and a lot of marijuana reference, too. I kind of wanted to know more about Earth, like the time that it is, like the game takes place. Because the temperatures on Earth have risen and all this stuff is happening. And I just, I wish there was backstory or does that happen later on? I am the only one that didn't finish the game. No, there's no backstory. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say, I feel like maybe some of the emails and stuff that you get along the way give you a little bit. And I thought it gave you a year at some point. I want to say like 2300 or something. I don't know. But yeah, it not a lot of backstory to it. I mean, if anything, the, the story in the game is very missable. Because, yeah, you're getting the messages from earth from your employers but there's also like alien logs you're finding that you actually have to find so those are very missable but liz wasn't even checking her email so liz was like halfway through the game and i'm like do you even know what's going on with the story she's like no it's because you just never checked your emails because they weren't they never forced you to watch them well when i first started playing we did co-op and you were like finding so much stuff and the woman was just wouldn't shut up and I just tuned her out and she actually really irritated me. When you play co-op, like especially if you're starting out at the beginning, I just wanted the lady to be quiet. I didn't I stopped listening. I think that was a, a big issue for me. And then eventually I ended Andrew told me like you you have to look at it and I did and I thought it was actually I thought it brought a lot to the to the game. So I'm glad that he did, you know, make me go to the ship and look at my messages. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the emails actually were, were really just comedy. I mean, or at least an attempt at one. A lot of it was just, you know, here's your bank bank account and your negative $450,000. So good luck paying that off. But I don't know. There was some good stuff in there. And it's funny. Looking through the emails, did you guys ever see what your character's name is apparently? I it's, don't oh, I saw it, but I don't it's remember. It's Molesker. Oh. I know. It's like, wait. It's just like an innuendo that your character was a molester or something, and you're a criminal and you got sent away or something. Ugh. I'm assuming we were all the dog. Yes. So yes. at the beginning <laughs> of the game, you and it tells you, and you do a little aptitude test of, oh, to make sure that you're saying, what character are you? And I thought it was just a joke, but apparently whatever you're picking is what you're doing for your voice. And yeah, I, I guess we all pick the dog. <laughs> so when you fall mm-hmm. over the cliffs and you get rescued by the robot, you hear the dog kind of squealing Yeah, I kind of regret picking the dog. I'm yeah, not going to lie. I didn't like hearing a dog in pain. Well, I thought it was a terrible dog sound. It did not sound like a dog. Oh, and I thought it was really annoying. when you're jumping and stuff. And, yeah. Oh, I just felt bad when I heard him. So on that same point, I don't. did you guys then actually get the same uh, sound where like it was like a woman crying at some point? It, it felt like a woman screaming at some point with with my character. I don't know if it was a glitch or... I didn't. I think it was just kind of bad audio for a dog. I didn't get that uh, yeah. at all. <laughs> it was like a yelp, but it just sounded like a woman screaming. And it, it was kind of annoying because it was a bad sound. But this game was really weird, I think, as far as music and sound. Because the music was mostly pretty good. Because yeah. it didn't over... It wasn't over the top... And the sound effects were also mostly very good, but some were terrible. Yes. I, I mean, I originally said this when I was playing Call Up with you, Keith. I liked the music for the most part. It just, it was few and far between. Like, as soon as, like, and you're in the menu, there's there's music, and it's like, oh, this is kind of fun. This, this works well with the game. But when you're playing the game, it's mostly silent. And every once in a while, it kind of kicks in. 
but it only lasts like a minute and then it's like silent again and it's like this is kind of unfortunate like i actually enjoyed the music but i think the sounds were not that great like i said specifically having the dog voice i thought it was really annoying i like the jumping like hearing the jetpack yeah i mean you do it a lot though so i can see why it might eventually grate on people but i i kind of liked it the dog whimper was getting annoying for me. That was just Were the you thing that was just really annoying. <laughs> I mean, you fall off a lot in this game. This game is a lot of platforming. Yeah, there really is. But I also think that the... What was that one little creature? The the little plant that had four heads and that screaming? Oh my gosh. Uh, they're called like babushkas or something like that? Yeah, it was kind of funny the first two or three times you ran into oh, them. Because yes. it's just this really over-the-top scream and runs away and it's cool how it even fades as it runs away, but yeah, after but about the fourth back, time. And then it comes back, <laughs> and then it comes back, and it's like, oh my god, this thing's so bad. I mean, I guess I think it's supposed to be a joke because when you scan it, the lady says, like, oh, the thing's terrified that you're going to kill it. How right it is. And I think it, they just purposely made that creature to irritate you to hunt it and kill it. But man, it was annoying. Luckily, I didn't think it was in the game too often. No, it was definitely only in a couple places. But yeah, I don't. I, you definitely don't run into it very often. But honestly, you don't really run into a lot of enemies. Probably only about half of what you pl- uh, run into in the game, I would say, is is hostile, right? Give I would say no. I I feel like I feel yeah. like there's four creatures that like actively attack you, and then the rest are just fodder for you to shoot. Well, I guess that. I, the problem with the enemies or the the creatures in this game as a whole, honestly, is that there's just not a lot of variety. No. I think there's maybe what four skins? I, yeah, total? I think five, I maybe? think there's a total of like thirty two creatures, and a lot of them are reskins. Like there's like a good twenty varieties of just the puff birds, and like those don't really attack you unless you piss them off. Which I think the the biggest problem for the enemies with me is that it wasn't fun to fight them yeah I, honestly like every single one that you kill that isn't like the, the easy puff ones is just irritating it's a nuisance like i never died from them so you have like the flying squids that just shoot at you and you're just like oh now i have to take care of this guy and you're just like and it has like when i was aiming it would sometimes just auto aim for me and then the puffy birds with the shell you'd have to like throw a bomb at them in order to get the shell off i thought the only interesting one to kill was the laser guy and you'd have to sneak up on him and then do, like, a melee attack and, like, poke his eye or something. Oh, the eyeball guy? Yeah, but, I mean, the guns don't change. Like, you, ju- you, you have you, one gun. You upgrade it. Yeah, and the, so the gameplay is just very simple, very easy, and without, like, diverse weapons and stuff. It's just, like, for me, I just thought, like, killing the enemies was just a bore. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of, like, my whole takeaway of this game, too. Everything about this game... It's just okay. Like, the running joke of the game is, oh, you're working for the fourth best space company. And at first I thought it was a joke, but then I actually felt like it was a goal this game was trying to achieve. (laughs) That they're trying to just overall be the fourth best game. Like, I don't know, to me, it's like, it's not the fourth best is bad, it's just mediocre. And that's how I felt like this game was. It's like, oh yeah, combat's here, you do have a gun, but it's one gun. You upgrade it, but... It doesn't do anything else, really. It has a charge shot, but that's about it. And it's like, same with the enemies. Like, the, this world is, it's supposed to be a whole world. And yeah, there's like 32 creatures, and a lot of them are just reskins. So just like, everything about it was just okay. 
I would definitely, yeah, that was definitely the most underwhelming aspect of it. I felt like because I feel like the game was built on just being there for exploration. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't hate the fact that I only have one gun. I think that's mostly fine. And I, I like running around and collecting all the things that are there for it. But all in all, it, I felt like there could have been more. I guess I, having one gun kind of annoyed me. I, to me, it was just getting boring. Like. Because even when it came to, like, with the combat with the enemies, as Liz was saying, like, some of them will have, like, some sort of shell that you either have to blow up or burn with acid, and you only have to do it once. So it's like, cool, I throw one acid bomb at you, now I'm just using my pistol. Like, it would have been cool to have, like, different weapons to maybe attack different creatures with, like, I don't know, different elements. Or more difficulties. Yeah. There's only two difficulties in the game, right? Yeah. Well, but I, that's where it, I think it's funny that you say that, because... You say there's no extra weapons, but you have all those extra, they call them tools, but your blight bombs, your bomb of granites, um, what's, what's the other one? The electric. Electric fruit. The electric you had like the corrosive bomb. The electric fruit. Yeah, the blight bomb. The, the, those were your extra yeah, weapons. And, and I know it wasn't great, and I'm not saying it was overly creative and it was so good, but there was an extra weapon, and that's how they did it. But what I'm saying is, like, you didn't use those things that often. If you did, you would literally use one. Like, okay, I see this guy has the amber that needs the that I need to throw a corrosive at him. I throw one corrosive at him. Cool. Don't need it anymore. Like, and that that's just like what I mean. Like, yeah, you had these tools, but they weren't really used in like a fun, creative way. It was very basic. I do like that they had the I forget what it's called, but you would throw it against the barnacles, and you'd be able to create. The latch seeds or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Grapple seeds. Grapple seeds. I thought that was kind of cool. And the jump pad that you could... But that make. wasn't... Like, the grapple seeds weren't used that often. The bounce thing was completely unnecessary. I used it a little bit yeah. at the beginning when I didn't have double jump. But it, it never felt necessary. And you get that really early on. Yeah. I, the whole game kind of reminded me... I know the gameplay and everything is so different. But it gave me the same feeling that I had when we played Astroneer. That's the game that has like the, the like the bubble weaver, right? Yeah. Because it. How <laughs> you forget? <laughs> like you asked me. <laughs> I said it, I said it quiet. So you don't believe it in. Yeah. No, but you have like the one main tool in that, and just kind of like the the bright colors and everything. It just kind of reminded me of it. No, I agree with that. It, and your character model even kind of looks the same. You kind of have that look of an an old underwater submarine suit or whatever, but. It's a spacesuit at the same time. So which do you like better, I mean, Astroneer or this? Well, I, I don't... See, oh, I, I like disagree. this better for sure. It didn't remind me too much of Astroneer. Astroneer is very much kind of a building and crafting game, which I thought this game was kind of going for too. Because they're like, oh, you have a 3D printer where you can build things. But the things you're building like are just slight upgrades. So it's essentially like, I don't know, an experience system as like other RPG games use. Like as an Astroneer, you're legitimately building shelters, you're you're building vehicles, you're building diggers, like you're actually building and crafting tools to kind of help you improve and like refine materials and stuff like that. And you're actually building a base. In this, you're not building a base at all. No, I more meant like the the look and the feel of the game, which I, I get what I you're saying. I would say feel. I, I mean, I guess, I mean, Astroneer, you're an astronaut. In this game, you're an astronaut, so... Well, no, I went more. <laughs> it felt like drag. Same thing. Like I was like, oh. No, because I had fun actually with Astroneer. Like I actually played it for a while still after we finished the episode. So you you liked Astroneer more? Yes, definitely. See, I liked this game better, but I don't necessarily know that they're comparable. Again, outside of astronauts, 
Space or something. Yeah, they both take place in space. I, I, which I just realized, we've apparently been doing a lot of space games. We really I mean, have. Had, we just did Outer Worlds the other day. <laughs> and then you have Outer Wilds. Yeah, true. a lot of them. But so the so the combat wasn't very good. It was, or it wasn't overwhelming. I, I, I it guess was just super basic. Because as Liz said, there was auto aim on it, and I don't know if you noticed, but you could actually use a reticle kind of zoom in. Like it barely zoomed yes. in, and oh I goodness. never used it once. The fact that you had auto aim, it's like, why does this game even have it? Like I thought at one point you'd maybe get an upgrade to zoom and actually get like maybe turn your gun into a sniper rifle. You don't. It zooms in like. Point zero zero five percent. Like it barely zooms in. I was like, just... "Is something wrong with it?" Do I, I know. Upgrade it's it? like, like, why use it? this? <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely get much out it's of it. Unnecessary. That. And I don't know if you guys had this issue too. I absolutely hated the controls in this game. I thought the game, the controls in this game, were unnecessarily convoluted. And I saw it, it had a controller layout, and I thought you could change it, but you can't really. It has two controller schemes, and I thought both of them sucked. But the gameplay is so easy that even though it was a little weird, for me, I was just like, ugh, I'm just, the gameplay is so easy, it doesn't really bother me. I, I don't know. I didn't have too much of an issue with the, the controller layout, quite honestly. I think the, I don't know that I liked that X was melee and interact, because that was just made for some weird things but what i really did like about this game is that it had unique ways of platforming or there was a lot of just you could find your own way if that makes sense like i found there was jumps that maybe weren't the way you were supposed to take but you could find weird ways around things that i could get to a little bit i mean i used like the bouncy jelly a little bit to try to maybe get to some areas but i would end up like realizing oh there was actually a path this way and i just made it more difficult for myself I found the platforming to be very hit or miss in this game. There's times where I'm like, why the hell did I not just grab that ledge? And then there's other times where it's like, I'm grabbing ledges that I didn't even think were ledges. There's definitely aspects of that. And that's kind of what I'm saying where it was, I don't know if it was intentional. I feel like it couldn't have been, but it almost made for kind of a fun gameplay in some ways because I would climb up some weird ledges that I don't know if I was supposed to climb or not, but I would find ways around things. Whereas I do agree there there were times where I don't know how I didn't make certain platforms and it just made no sense to me. But I did like that it didn't really overly penalize you for it. It's that it only just took like slight chunks of health and brought you back to where you were. Yeah, the fall damage was pretty forgiving in this game. And you also had the, I believe there were mushrooms that would fall from the sky so you had to be really quick about it. I thought that was kind of a, a cool add-on. Oh, I the was, collapsing floating mushrooms? Yeah, I was terrible at it, though. <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I like you got, like, kind of a lasso, but even that, that lasso didn't really fully work with me. Because usually when you, like, lasso to a ledge, it would automatically grab onto the ledge and carry yourself up. But once again, sometimes it wouldn't work for me. And it was just, it was a little frustrating. I had a few moments with it, but overall, I didn't have too many issues with that. But I... I liked that it tried to incorporate some ways of just like some fun motion with the tether rails that you ultimately got, the magnetic rails that was like little roller coaster rides and things like that. But it never really felt like it was fast, I guess. It, it, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Um, but to go a little bit off topic, I've always, I was wondering, I don't know if you guys thought about this with this game. Why was your character sent to this quote unquote planet? Because it's not a planet. The entire planet consists of chunks of floating land. And I don't get how they thought this place was a habitable place. 
Because, like, there's no actual, like, ground. It's Think of, like, Avatar with, like, the floating land masses. It's like, why would you think humanity would want to live on this planet? I know they kind of explain as to why the planet got that way. But, I don't know. To me, it was just like, this isn't a planet at all. Like They're desperate. <laughs> it, it is really weird, because I had that same thought. Is I looked down at one point, and I realized, yeah, there's just this weird electric glowing mass. And they don't really explain that either. It just is the way that it is. Yeah, I mean, you just find out at some point this planet kind of cracked. But yeah, there's no explanation of it. And so it's just kind of like, like okay. It- did you guys like the scanner? I actually completely forgot about that. <laughs> that feature. So when you're looking and scanning the different uh, vegetation, enemies, things like that, you... Is it up on the D-pad? Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of gets all like yeah. grid-like, and you use that to, to scan. Did you guys like that feature? Not really. Or do you think it was kind of You mean useless? like... I mean, well, I guess if, if the question is, did I like it? I don't think it was overly inventive. It was it was useful though because it was the very main tool of the game, so I used it a lot. I mean, it's not really the main tool. Like you could go through the game not using it. So for me, it kind of felt like busy work. I well, but that's the whole point of it. And I mean, they tell you that when they send you there is that you're there to send them data about the planet. So your goal is to run around and explore the planet. And I, th- I think that's what I, one of the things that I enjoyed so much about it is that, well, it wasn't hilarious, sure. It's just, it's fun as you go along and all the little descriptions of the plants and the animals that you encounter, they're just kind of funny. And it kept me wanting to find more of them. Oh, I had, um, slightly off topic with the enemies. Do you see the rolling ones again? The ones that have, like, the, you have to shoot the tail and you have to dodge Yes, stuff? they're one of the more common, like, attacking enemies. Yeah, that, like, roll and you have to, like, dodge out of the way. Yeah, that was my favorite. Because I thought it was, like, the enemy that was the most fun to, to fight. I'm, they were the most interesting. It felt uh, more like a They dance. got a little frustrating. Yeah, they, they got a little frustrating, though. Because eventually, too, you came across another one that was kind of like it. Instead of it rolling, it was just super fast. But then it would have a moment where it would stop to attack you and you'd have to dodge its attack. It... it as you described, it's like a little dance, but those fights were few and far between. At one point, you fight a, a frog, but there's literally only one spot you fight that frog. But this game did have a couple boss fights. Did you guys actually think the boss fights were any fun? I did. I Again, not overly difficult. It was mostly just a lot of either platforming or not puzzle boss fighting, but... I guess kind of puzzle boss kind fighting. Of. You just kind of look for the yeah, weak spots the and, and get that's, them. That's how like any boss fight is. Yeah, pretty much. So they weren't great, but they were they were just good enough. They were fun and they weren't overly difficult, but they gave you a challenge. I don't see the point in a game like this. Do I have boss fights? Yeah, I mean, I would rather just have like each area have different or stronger enemies, and really kind of have to upgrade and stuff. Because for me, yeah, like you guys said, it, they weren't crazy hard. They're just kind of... I mean, yeah. nothing about this game to me was crazy hard. I feel like that's the point of having a boss fight is what I mean. So for me, it's just like it's just another thing they added to the game. I think it, it kind of feels a little bit like fluff. Yeah, I, no, I kind of agree with that. It did, but it, it was just enough. I think it... I personally think it needed it. I thought it added just a little bit of fun to it, but yeah. 
They, they just weren't that I great. just think it's kind of funny. Like, everything we're talking about this game, we're just kind of like, eh, yeah, eh, it's okay. Like, <laughs> we're all very, like, lukewarm with this. But like I said at the beginning, the one thing I will say that I really liked about this game is the co-op. I actually had a lot of fun with this co-op. Yeah, like I... when you started slapping me and killed me. Because <laughs> the revive is very easy and, I mean, you go back to full health, so it's not a big yeah. deal. The, the co-op in this game, once again, this is a game that it didn't feel like it needed co-op, but I'm glad they put it in there. And co-op, I think, always has like such a fine line of like having fun with your friends and then other times being so tethered that it's kind of work, like staying close to each other. This game does such a good job just letting you go out and have fun. So actually let you separate from your friend quite a bit. And like Liz would be searching this whole other area of the map and I would be on the other end of the world and I would actually just be like, cool, I'm going to explore and like find health upgrades and upgrade our character. Well, Liz, you continue the story and then, oh, we're coming up to a boss. Let's work together on this. And there was like no forced loading. There was no forced invisible walls. So we stayed close to each other. Like it really let us go out and have fun on our own, but still help each other out. I just remembered Astroneer, that horrible like lag yeah. that you would have. Yeah. Or um, I know me and Keith played a little bit of... Ark. Ark had an invisible wall where you had to stay closer with each other. Or like when we played Ch- Children of Morda, you had to stay in the same screen. Like stuff like that was just really kind of like annoying. But in this game, it's very much just go have fun. Yeah. And I I think the same when you and I played, maybe once or twice we had a, a slight bits of lag, but really nothing that ever felt like it took away from the gameplay. And it just, it was so cool. Or I what I liked a lot about it was the fact that everything i guess it was because it helped me because you were in my game but everything that you were collecting just built right onto mine and that when you jumped in you had all the skills that i had so you didn't have to to level up some of the skills that i had although i guess you might have lost some of the ones that you might have had in your yeah, game it, it made so. me an exact clone of your character so anything i was doing in your game it was not progressing me at all but i was farther than both of you so i was like okay i'm okay going back and like helping you guys but i didn't want to like do all the work so that's why i was like oh cool i'll just get health upgrades and upgrade your guys' character. And hey, it was very helpful for me, so I'm not going to complain. I have a ton of health in this game. But it, it did also give you that achievement for beating the game in under four hours. That was so awesome. don't say it didn't give you anything. <laughs> I just remembered, I don't know what made me think of it, but when you die, uh, there's that glitch where it would tell you to get back your loot, but it would make you do it like three times and it would say it'd be completed and it would make you go back and find your loot again and i yeah happened to you right andrew yeah i mean there was there was a couple glitches that was kind of interacting mostly any kind of glitches i mostly had were during co-op i know with me and you keith when we both latched onto and did our lasso to like teleport to an area we ended up melding and like we couldn't get off of each other we both were stuck on the corner of the platform and we were both like slapping each other and like killing each other but like we were still just stuck inside each other I can't remember how we ended up getting out. I think we threw, like, one of the bouncy gels, and it launched us off eventually. But I had a couple issues with that. I know when me and you, Liz, played, we were doing the mission where you had to free these pumps. But we freed the pumps, but they didn't activate. Yeah. And then I noticed when you played single player, it reset the pumps, and then it worked. The find your loot thing happened when I was playing with you, too. Yeah. So there was a bit of glitches with multiplayer. But for me, it didn't ruin the enjoyment I had, though, for multiplayer. Because a great thing, too, I don't think we, we haven't really talked about it much, but this game is also on the Project X Cloud, which we haven't really talked too much about, but I'm part of the program. I don't think, yeah, you're not part of it yet, Keith, because you have an Apple phone, you know, because you're one of those 
those people. Yep. Sheeple. Uh, but it's, I know it's finally coming out to the Apple products, but I absolutely love the xCloud service. So it was great because, as I said, this is on the xCloud service. So I was actually able to just play on my phone and play next to Liz on the couch because there's no split screen co-op in this game. It's all done over Xbox Live. So it's kind of nice like being able to play this game right next to Liz. It actually made it a lot more fun. Oh, that's really, and it actually ran pretty yeah. well, too. I mean, the xCloud, it has a little bit of lag, but for what you pay for it, which is nothing, I think the xCloud service is really, really, really good. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. So this game is, what, five and a half gig and or gigabytes, if you, if you will, for the technical <laughs> term. But it's it's the graphics aren't really that much. I think they do a lot with a little, is what I think it, it is. But I don't know. What did you guys think of them? I thought they were okay. I I did not care for the creatures' designs. To me, like I don't know, this game really. I don't know. There was moments where I'm like, okay, this does feel like a savage planet. Then there's other times where I'm like, this feels like a wacky planet than anything. I also didn't think that they put enough detail in, because for me, it's like you have like the the squid man and those little bird things, and I feel like they could have made them cuter. Or scarier or something, but they just felt very basic, especially the squids. When you're seeing the same monsters over again and just reskinned, yeah. It... But I like the environments. I thought when you go into the caves and, and different areas and looking at the, the floor and everything, I thought that looked pretty good. Yeah, I think it all looked really good. I liked that there was definitely distinct areas, and that's where it was cool with the scanner and the way you had it it set up that there's different areas and different plants along the way. So that was the one saving grace. But a lot of it, I think, I felt like sometimes they just threw a lot of color at you just to make you feel like there was yeah, more. Yeah, I kind of felt that way that too, yeah. Sense. But all in all, I, I don't think the graphics were great. I just thought they were decent, I guess. It was cute. <laughs> I didn't yeah. flip. <laughs> did you feel bad shooting the little birds? I did, and they, they would tell you, like, yeah, just do it, kind of. But I mean, I, you have to, because you got to get the resources. Ex- yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. I was just killing them for fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were, they were good enough here and there, but mostly just, it was just fun to slap around or sometimes give a good kick. See, I didn't really use melee. So earlier you said, like, the grab melee is the same. I always just use my gun to kill the enemies. Yeah, but... It, if you were trying to interact with something and you didn't hit it just right, you just end up slapping something that you were trying to interact with. <laughs> That's why I didn't like that aspect of it. See, for me, though, knowing button control for me, I like we're going back to the control setup. Sorry. That's but uh, the thing that always annoyed me was to do your charge shot. You hit reload. Like, so reload's Y. And if your gun's fully reloaded, then you hit Y again to activate your charge shot. But it's that. not like a way, there wasn't like an easy way to do your charge shot. I don't know. For me, I just felt like they kept reusing buttons that were just unnecessary, and just it was in a, just a really confusing way. So, I know just recently they came out with uh, DLC Hot Garbage, and I know you just recently bought it, Keith. So, can you was do you think the DLC was worth it at all? Because I was actually tempted I, to buy it because it's only like a couple bucks, and I was like, ah, I actually maybe wouldn't mind it. For me personally, I think it was worth it. I think it's eight dollars, seven ninety nine US dollars. Is is what they charge for it, and yeah, I, it's. I think I'm just about through with it, quite honestly, in about two hours. But oh man, that, so it's pretty short. It is pretty short. So that's one thing that 
as far as value or what it's worth to it, but if you're playing this game off of Game Pass to begin with and it's effectively free and and you really enjoy it, it really ends up being a nice add-on. So is I don't know that we touched on it at all, possibly, but along the way you spend resources to upgrade small perks with uh, your vest, your your spacesuit, your weapon, your visor, different things. This gives you three new things. Um, only one of them is really a new mechanic, which is a gas mask for a certain area of the map that has like gas surrounding it. But otherwise, you can get infinite stamina and you get double health from the the health plants. Wow! Would you still so buy it with like only two hours of gameplay? Maybe. I mean, I kind of want to know more though. Like, is there how many new enemies in there? So I saw the trailer, and it looks like you're fighting robots. And are you trying to build a resort? And well, like, what was the whole story on it? Oh, well, so the whole story is this planet is owned by Kindred Technologies, but it's so it's a new planet. It is. You go to a new planet called DLC One, and oh, download content one uh, or DL Dash C One. Sorry, um, but you go to this new planet, and it's owned by Kindred Technologies, but it's kind of taken over i guess by this other robot owned by a competing company called viper technologies so you're going around and you're exploring the different areas that they've taken over of the planet but yeah it's supposed to be this resort planet for people aged 255 and up called boomerdale (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny there's just a giant billboard when you start it says welcome to boomerdale and it has all these things and one of them says uh a landline phone in every every condo, so <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny in that aspect. But so it seems like the, the humor's a little better in it. Yeah, I thought so, and you have that aspect that it kind of—I feel like I reference it all the time—but it kind of felt Borderlands-like, where you have your robot that who's been talking to you along the way, arguing with this other robot from the Viper Technologies. And then they also give them this weird sexual tension because why not do that with robots? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really entertaining and it's a lot of fun. It and at that same point, you can go back and collect more of the game if you're trying to really do like a completionist run of the game. The act the add-ons that you get, I think, would just be extra helpful for trying to go back and collect everything, especially the infinite stamina. So I feel like whenever like download content stuff like this comes out. They always have like perks that are like super overpowered, and like would make a game super easy. Did this one have it all? Because I saw too. Don't you get a jetpack in this one now? I, not that I can tell. Uh, from all I, I got the, the achievement. F- um, I mean, I got an achievement. F- <laughs> I got an achievement for getting all of the the perks for the DLC. So, man, I think I got it with the three that I got. Trailer lied to me then. I mean you. Or let's have a jetpack in the game as it is. I guess, but oh, this one looks like you more like fly with it. Uh, I take that back. So there are these little purple gas bubbles that you can you can jump into, and they allow your uh, your double jump and all that. It becomes like a little jetpack meter oh, that you can fly so around between. So be, it's something it kind of becomes a download content. Yeah, okay. and honestly, what it really becomes more of is a platforming technique. that became probably one of the best uses of my elite controller i've had in a long time because having being able to use the paddle button instead of having to just kind of tap a 
made it a lot easier. So if you got an elite controller, break out that paddle for this one. <laughs> Does so? Is there enough new enemy types too? Did like the combat get any better? Because how you fight robots in this one. All in all, the, the enemy types are not anything better. Oh. You do get the best reskin of the puffer bird, though. Is the reskin of the puffer bird is a toucan, and when you shoot it, it shoots out Fruit Loops. <laughs> Which did give me one of my favorite puns of the game, is when you smack one into the little meat grinders that that you have along the game, your little robot kind of chuckles and says a makes a comment about fruit loots. So, <laughs> I almost feel <laughs> like they should run with this idea. As what the main game? Yeah. <laughs> or combine it know. or something. Well, they did. It's called DLC. <laughs> no, but like added more. This sounds <laughs> no, like uh, like a. a Fuller game versus oh you're investigating a planet. Well, I don't know about fuller I mean, game. A... He's just said it takes like two hours to beat. I like the story, like going to. Yeah, the story the... does sound more interesting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's. I feel like there's it... more to it almost. Yeah, it definitely I think has a more interesting story. I will say that, and that's why I kind of think it's worth it. But I also wouldn't say do it unless you really found yourself enjoying the the main game to begin with. Okay, so it, it didn't really sway your opinion on the game much either way. No, it was really just a nice addition to the game for me. Do you, did you have to beat the game in order to follow that, the story at all, or that's a very good kind of question? I don't time? know for sure. Are you asking as far as like do do I feel like I needed to have beat the game or yeah? No, I don't think all in all. I think it helps just because it builds a base for you wanting to play it. Because if you were to just play it by itself, a lot of it wouldn't make sense. I guess just. You don't really know what the environment is, right. of, of the world is. You don't get what Kindred Technologies is. So, because I assume Viper Technologies is at least the third best technology company. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that in the trailer. And they're like, oh, Viper Technology takes over this planet. And I'm like, who the hell is Viper Technology? Like, I don't remember hearing that in the main game. So that's why I was kind of curious, too. Because at that time, when I first saw the trailer, I didn't beat the game yet. So I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe there's going to be more interesting aspects of the main story. But no, they're never mentioned in the game. No, I, was, I don't. I, I didn't see it outside of the me or outside of the DLC. But I, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was worth it. And as I said, I got some extra achievements from it, so that's kind of cool. So I loved the achievements in the main game. I think the achievements in the main game are actually really funny. Yeah, you get one for dying, don't you, and for killing your teammate. <laughs> yeah, you get one them. for slapping your teammate. You get one for killing your teammate. One for reviving your teammate. But they're actually just like. The actual text that of is definitely really my funny. favorite aspect of it. Well, actually, the one I got for getting all of the skills in the DLC was called Power Underwhelming. So that one, gave... <laughs> oh, that, is that awesome. gave me a That's good a, chuckle. Yeah, and then my favorite one in the entire game, and I didn't even get it actually, is is a reference to Scott Norwood, and the text says, "I don't know who Scott Norwood is. Do you?" And I do. Scott Norwood missed a field goal for the Buffalo Bills to lose a Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, the achievements for kicking all the puffer birds in the game, so... Of course you would know that, because you're, you know, the only Bills fan. You're part of the Bills mafia. There's gotta be some Bills fans out there. Hit us up. You know who Scott Norwood <laughs> is. Let us know. Uh, my favorite achievement was, uh, grappling ten times without touching the ground. And then she was called Your Friendly Neighborhood. And then the text said, Wow, you swing around really well like some sort of arachnid man. And I, was, I thought that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought the achievements, like, just reading through the list, I actually thought was really funny. So, 
I thought that was probably the best humor in the game for me was the achievement. But what did you think about the actual achiever sh- or achievement score as far as like uh, as hunting score? I think for achievement hunters, I think this is a decent game for achievement hunters. It, this game's not very long. So yeah, I think I put like less than like 10 hours and I have 905 gamer score out of 1325 because there's DLC for this game. Um, I will say if you are an achievement hunter and you're looking to play this game, uh, pro tip, as Keith kind of mentioned, if you join a friend's game, if the friend is about to beat the game, if you join their game and then beat the game, you'll get the achievement for beating the game in under four hours. So that was pretty nice that I got I bet that. it would work on the old game minus as well. Which is just... Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. That's just, I think, a, a very good humor. Oh, yeah. That, was, that was another funny joke. Yeah. Any game you normally play, there's... Once you beat the game, they have New Game Plus, where you carry over your character. But in this game, they have Old Game Minus, where you only have, like, three lives. And if you lose three lives, it deletes yeah, your Yeah, and game. you don't start from, like, the build-on of your old game. It's, it's literally just the old game and Minus. Because <laughs> I'm telling you. It's just good. <laughs> it's a good one. It didn't look like it made the game any more difficult, though. I think it just gave you a limit to your lives, as far as I could see. I didn't try it, because I didn't want to risk having my game deleted when we're trying to do a review on it. <laughs> yeah. So, all in all, I think this is an okay game for Achievement Hunters. Thanks. But, yeah, I am I think, all in all, I would say that pretty much wraps up this game for us. I don't know about you guys, unless there's anything else. I think we can get into to our final thoughts here. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to start off. I said from the beginning, I liked this game. I thought it was great. It had everything I wanted. It wasn't overly difficult. It wasn't overly hard. It kept me coming back with the humor. And I just think it's a solid 82. Yeah. Wow. I thought this game was okay. Everything about it to me was okay. It made me kept coming back and going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I bought like, the DLC. I mean, I, I actually paid money for this game. I feel like I got to give it a good score. I mean, I didn't hate my time with this game. It just, it just didn't do anything great for me. Like, if I bought this game, I'd probably be a little disappointed in it. But as I said, I think this was a great Game Pass game because I had fun with it. Like, it, it wasn't, I wasn't bored with it. It just, it didn't do anything inventive for me. I thought the humor was good. There was a couple times I chuckled, but nothing like made me cracking up laughing. The story I just thought was fine. The platforming I thought was okay. Music that was okay. Like everything about it is just very mediocre. Fourth best. Yeah, exactly. Like like I said, I felt like that was more of a goal they were striving for to be okay. So I don't know. For me, I'm giving it a seventy. I I thought the co-op really helped the game out a lot. I, I enjoyed playing it with both of you guys. So yeah, I, I think it's worth your time. It's just it's not nothing that'll like keep me coming back. Yeah, I agree with what you said, Andrew. I think the biggest downfall, I think the- downfall. <laughs> I think the biggest downplay for me was the combat. I thought it was just really okay. boring. I, I feel bad saying that, but I just I didn't enjoy playing it. I mean, it was all right. I had a lot of fun playing co-op, but not enough that I could really give it a higher score. I actually talking with you guys, I'm like, I kind of want to give it a lower score, but I'm gonna keep. With a generous, very generous, 73. <laughs> um, Wait, you gave it a higher score than I did? And calling it very generous. I have. Uh... <laughs> because it was all right across the board, and I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't, I didn't like, feel like, ugh, I can't believe they're making me play this. So, like I said, it's a generous. I kind of want to do Andrew's score, <laughs> a 70, because <laughs> I feel like that's the perfect, like, just mediocre but, See, I'm surprised, like, but, like, I enjoyed the game and played it to the end. You have, like, no interest in playing at all. 
So that's why I'm kind of surprised, like, you're at the same level as me. Fine. 69. Because it was just nice. No, you, can, you can keep 73. You, you can steal saying. my joke, Liz. It's okay. It's a 69 because it's nice. Yes. 69 because it's nice. Are you actually, is that actually going to be your score? Or are you sticking with 73? Let's do a 71. It's in the middle. It's 71 for me. And then looking at Metacritic, 76 and 6.5. And just a couple of little critic reviews that I thought were interesting. Someone who gave it a 60 said, Cheeky behavior can be a cover for inadequacy. Another 60. For all its grand ambitions, Savage Planet ultimately falls back on tired ideas to see it through to an underwhelming end. Like the ship you're trying to repair throughout. It's an admirable thing, but it can't quite nail the landing. And one more for you guys. 70. What you're doing and why you're doing it is inessential to the joys and the juice on offer. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go from the critics. The real critics. Beautiful. Oh, those are, those are real critics? Yeah. Uh, okay. 60. I was going to say, some of those seemed a little clever to be just like user reviews. <laughs> the users are like seven, seven. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. But they also did mention um, lack of gunplay. Yeah. Did you say gunplay or gunplay? Gunplay. She said gunplay. Gunplay, you know, yeah. Bubble the, gunplay. The gum you choose. You choose. <laughs> There's so much bubble gum in this game. But <laughs> that should actually do it for us this week on Game Pass Grabbag. If you enjoy listening, though, don't forget to like us, comment, or subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this fine podcast. I think most people listen on Spotify, so I think follow us, actually, is what you do there. I don't know. Yeah, but we don't see our followers, though. Yeah, but, like, but do it, I think, because I think it helps us. But oh, I mean, it gives us downloads. Don't, don't tell us. Not, don't, don't, don't tell people not to do things, Andrew. Tell them what to do. This is quarantine time. We must tell them what to do. I don't tell people to do this. is America. Well, anyways, <laughs> if we miss something, let us know. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Eh, you can let us know. You can find us on Twitter, GPGBpod, on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. Or you can just send us a little email at gamepassgrabbag.com. Nope. Gamepassgrabbag nope. at gmail.com. There you go. And I've been your host for this episode, and I'm sorry, Keith, Andrew. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I should make you host more because it actually makes you participate in the outro here. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> You're like last time I remember hosting. Uh, but I've been, I'm your, your usual host, Andrew. Um, you can follow me at Xbox Live at Firebird01952, and I'm also on Mixer at the same name. And I am progressively working on our YouTube, and I will have more information about that on our Facebook. Uh, I am making progress with it to make it better, because it can't get any worse. Liz. That's my motto. <laughs> Liz. <laughs> and, and I'm Liz the Noob, gamertag coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob, noob is E-W. I wonder how that, this is America translates globally. I don't know. Because that's a oh, saying in America, but. Speaking of your Twitter, didn't you get a new follower? <gasps> Somebody followed me. <laughs> they won't follow me in a day. They'll be like, she's crazy. It was an, yeah. ac- it was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know they yeah. did it. Our listener, Ron, followed you. Pity He's probably you. embarrassed now. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. No, we, Liz feels yeah. good about this. He's the one who uh, recommended Outer Worlds for you. Oh. Well, that's nice. I was trying to, I always get confused with Wilds and World. World's the one we just played. World's yeah, is the one we, we liked. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways. My wild. Anyway. Talk at you next week. Bye, everyone. Stay safe out there. Oh, my God.